You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up on One Word. But more important than that, Please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast, clockradiospeakers.com. No longer powered by Tumblr. Sorry, my computer's acting crazy. I was trying to figure out why I was doing that. Clockradiospeakers.com, no longer powered by Tumblr, but you can get all previous 300 and some odd episodes there. We're also on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Stitcher. We are everywhere you get podcasts, except for you know where and you know why. And, uh, Trying to get into some other some other bags too. You know what I'm saying? Just not not quite yet, but you know, things are happening. But we got Doc here. What's up, man? We're we're experimenting. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, things are good. You know, man. this is this is uh th- this is most deaf second album when. Oh no! <laughs> somebody told me, was it you or was it somebody else who told me that there's a rumor that Kendrick's new album was gonna be a rock album? Oh no. And I said, if if this is the new danger, it's over. <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of goodwill. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And there's sure. going to be a lot of people who are going to be like, oh, he's done it. <laughs> yeah, it is. These are also yeah. the same people who grew up listening to the Rage Against the Machine. And these are the same yeah. people who they love Run the Jewels. That's, and that's true. And that's all fine. Different strokes for different folks. But Kendrick Lamar is like a platinum selling mega artist. And I mean, he can do whatever he wants, right? He's a free country, you know, but, (laughs) you know, Interscope's going to be looking kind of, kind of side-eyed at him if he comes. (laughs) Yeah. We've been, yeah, you come, you're coming off a damn and this is what you give us. Three years later, (laughs) the exec sits down. They're like, all right, press play. And they're just like, they hear the guitar and they're like, okay, it's a scent. No, it's not a scent. Oh, we're still going. Okay. Huh. And he and meanwhile, Kendrick is dancing around like uh, Bobby Shmurda in the Epic Office. Like, oh man, the I think it, in the world. I, no, I think at this point, um, actually, do you think Kendrick has to actually like quote unquote turn in to Interscope, or do you think that they just say whatever you release, we put out because you're Kendrick Lamar? I think at this point, I think they want to know. Mm. I think they still want. <laughs> they're know. curious. They're like, what are we spending money on? Yeah, they're like, no, but I think they're like, please save us. <laughs> no, we're not we're, making any money. Right, nothing's really going. There's no tours right now. We're 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 dying here. Do you have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, how, I don't even know how we get on this topic. <laughs> uh, something about Kend- uh, Kendrick's second album. I forgot. Oh, you yeah. haven't even oh. introduced yourself yet. Well, everybody, what's going on, everybody? This is, <laughs> this is Doc. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Doc underscore Beats. That's not a Z. Like Armand said, just follow the show. If you're a fan of the show and you're not a Patreon subscriber, head over to patreon.com slash CRS podcast or go to clockradiospeakers.com and look for the link at the top. We appreciate our, our fans. If you if you subscribe to the show, you get bonus audio every time we record. We answer questions. When people when we put out new songs, we try to give you all a little bit of that early. And we're always looking for for new things to to give our Patreon supporters as a bonus. So if you're interested in the show, you haven't subscribed yet, please check it out. If you do subscribe, please know we really appreciate y'all. For sure. Man, why is everybody selling off their publishing? That's a fantastic question. I don't know, dog. L.A. Reid sold that's, all of it. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. So that's his share of all the, like, so that's I'm Your Baby Tonight. Yeah, dog. That's all the baby face stuff, all the LaFace stuff that he owns. Yeah, all his piece of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep. Yep. That's crazy. Like, what do they know? Like, or is it something that they know? I assume that it's something that they know. But- I don't. So this is the same group who bought it is, I think, the same group that's been buying up like a lot of this stuff. Yes. I, I mean, I wonder how much of it is. He's, I mean, he's not an idiot, right? Not at all. He can see the checks that come in, you know, and there's, there's just not the same. I mean, it's a lot. It's like a little, it's like a lot of small piles of money that's still coming in. I mean, you'd have to assume that, you know, he's still getting, um, you know, crazy money from, from Whitney and all that, but you know, streaming money is not CD money. Right. For you sure. know, um, so I don't know. I mean, if, if there's a venture capital backed group that's buying up a bunch of people's catalogs, if they're throwing around crazy money, I mean, maybe you look at that and go, you want to give me all that money right now? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. basically banking on the fact that like they're paying more than they have to. Yeah. And then the question is, why are they buying it? I mean, why <laughs> they're buying it because they're trying to get, they're trying to get all these different pieces of catalogs and stuff. So that way they can have this really solid like pool. Like I think what, I think the problem is right now is everybody sees what's happening on like with TikTok and they don't know where the next spike in streaming is going to be. Right. And so people are kind of panicking about that because there's no predictability mm. and you can't really plan for it. Right. Like, 20 years ago, you could be like, you know what? We're going to put out, we're going to remaster, um, you know, Whitney Houston's first album and we're going to put it out and do a whole big push around it and give you a deluxe version and this and that. And that right. investing in that money made sense because you were going to get it back because people were buying CDs. Like that doesn't exist anymore. Right. So like if you're sitting on a legacy collection, either what you're going to like, aside from the regular streams you get, you're basically hoping what that somebody needs to some big name rapper wants to clear an expensive sample yeah or that you go viral or that like a tv show or movie or whatever feels like they need to pay a lot of money to have your specific song but like those are random events and you don't have control of that anymore yeah you can't plan yeah that's true it's weird it's weird i mean on the one hand this group's going to end up with a bunch of stuff and uh you know what I, what I wouldn't be surprised what happens is if um, this uh, they end up spending too much money, and they go under, and that means there's going to be a whole lot of catalogs available to somebody for a very nice price. Who would shock you if they sold all their 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 public their publishing? Who would shock me? Um, Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering he the fuss he made, right? Uh huh. I think at him at I think for him at this point it's the principal. I don't think yep. he'd ever sell it. But right. yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I think it'd be really notable if it were I think it like it's one of those things because like up to this point it's been well, the dream isn't quite washed, but he's definitely out of his prime, right? Mm. He's still popping yeah. up doing stuff, but he's you know, he's at a different stage of his career, right? Yeah. I mean, LA Reed is not writing and selling new music, right? He's right. at a different stage of his career, but like if Kanye did it, right, you would be like, oh, he needs money. Yeah. Yeah. It would look different. It would look different. Yeah. Because I think if you take that, if you do this kind of a thing, you're basically sort of saying, I need this cash right now for some reason. People have all sorts of reasons, right? For sure. But it kind of signifies that you're at like a different level. Like Drake's not doing this anytime soon. 
Drake would be yeah. shocking. Yeah, he would never do that. I mean, he might in five, ten years. I mean, he <laughs> the Drake era won't last forever. It won't, but I mean, God, how much of his pub- publishing does he own? Well, <laughs> that would quite. be right. Birdman selling it, <laughs> and Jay Prince. No, I'm I'm pretty no. I mean, I'm pretty sure he. I don't know. His masters might be one thing, but hopefully he's got a decent amount of his publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you want to sell your ma- your uh, your publishing? No, never, <laughs> never. Nah, is that going in the will to the wake ups? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, these <laughs> they get the password kid- to Dropbox. They get you know. Yeah, my yeah my kids are gonna eat off Bandcamp forever. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're gonna get these these small checks from shoot Kairos because yeah. I don't make any. <laughs> I'm a chill. I'm a chill. I'm a uh-huh. chill. Yeah, me chill. Um, yeah, no, nah, I'm not selling. How you doing, man? I'm a. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> tired. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty tired. I'm. I'm living with this pretty steady level of anxiety. Mm. Um, I I definitely need a break. I'm definitely burnt out. You need a vacation. Yeah, for sure. Going to yep. Decatur where it's greater? Yep. Yep. Definitely. There's a there's a, a book out that talks about why uh Jeezy and, and Gucci fell out that I was reading. Somebody posted clips of it. And it was literally because So Icy came out and Jeezy basically took over the song like it was his and it wasn't his. Right. And that led to somebody dying. Mm. <laughs> like somebody was murdered because of that. That's crazy and trash. So but, you feel you feel a little worn out? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty worn out. I'm uh, I, I definitely need a break. I got my birthday in a couple of weeks, so I'm hoping that that will give me some uh, that'll give me something. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. How about you? How are you? You know, every every morning I wake up and I I go on Twitter and I scroll. <laughs> I start. Gotta, my we day. gotta stop. We gotta stop doing that. <laughs> start my day off terribly. You yeah, know, we gotta stop doing that. Well, I, you know, I mean, I I really like. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I really appreciate the the phrase for that, which really makes a lot of sense, right? Doom scrolling. Have you heard that? Nah, I've never heard that. Yeah, that's people. So people I know they call it doom scrolling. <laughs> okay. Because you wake up and you're just like, "What terrible things happened in the world last night? What has the president said? What has happened? What what what, what is what is going on with COVID? What what is what is happening?" And you just keep scrolling, and you're like, "That's not good." <laughs> no, like you're starting off the day. Oh, yeah. Like, I can barely open my eyes, you know? Like, I'm just like, what? Huh? Probably wait. Are you waking up in the middle of the night? No. I'm, I mean, that's I'm getting better with that. The problem is, like, we start going to bed earlier, which just means now I wake up earlier. So, you know, um, about 5 a.m., I'm like, oh. Sheesh. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it's trash. We got to stop doing that. I need a, I, I'm, you know, and that just reminds me, something I told my wife months ago. I was like, we, we just need to get, a, like, a, an alarm clock. An alarm? I still have my alarm clock. I... I don't do anything with it. It just sits there because I've had the same alarm clock since 1989. God bless you. That's actually really dope. That's really dope. It's got wood grain on the front. Oh, my parents had one of those. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's dope. Nah, I, yeah, we need an alarm clock and we need to put our phones on like opposite sides of the room at the end of the night. I have a literal clock radio speaker from 1989 and somehow that's not the cover of our podcast. What is wrong with that? I, I don't know, man. But Oh, so you want you want like... You want like the old school like clock yeah, on each nightstand? Yeah, that's how that's how we wake up. Because normally we wake up, our phone does it, which means our phone wakes us up. So we grab our phone, we turn 
the alarm off on our phone. And then we're like, since this is in my hand, yeah, let me check my email, my notifications, my social media. And then before you know it, you know, 30 minutes has passed mm. and you're angry and you're just swapping in between apps. Like it's, it's trash. And we do it every day. Get away from me, phone. The, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm about to go to Amazon right now. Get this, man. The, the, good, the good thing about... Um, the good thing about waking up early is I just, my phone does not have an alarm anymore. And I, I get pretty aggressive with setting up, um, what, what does Apple call it? It's like basically like bedtime is the feature mm-hmm. right on the iPhone. Yep. We're like, basically once, once my phone gets to like nine o'clock between nine and seven, it's just like, nah, I'm not showing you notifications. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that on my phone too. Which is yep. nice. So like when I wake yeah. up, I don't see notifications, which is great. Yeah. But I hear you. My problem is it's like, oh, Twitter's right there. And if I refresh, I can pull in more. Yeah. What if somebody said, what if somebody said in the last eight seconds? What if somebody was wrong on the internet, man? <laughs> that's, that's pretty much most of the internet. <laughs> most of the internet is loud and wrong. Oh, man. Um, speaking it's of iPhones. Yes. Um, Tim Cook and the, and the fine, fine people at Apple had a, had a big event last week. Um, Announced new phones, uh, announced some speakers. They're really spacing the events out. They're gonna have another event next month for Max. Um, you uh, are you in the in the market for a new phone right now, or are you sort of in between upgrade cycles? You know what? No. I, so I have my so my A plus. I have my A plus still. I oh use that goodness. as like, yeah, I have my A plus still. No, 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 no. I have my A plus, meaning like I I paid it off. Oh, I see. And I just didn't turn it back in. I kept it. So I was just going to use it. I use it as a camera, right. uh, secondary camera. I, I edit on it. I basically just wiped it out. Um, and it's just all like I edit videos and stuff on there. And then I have an 11 Pro. Okay. I want to say. That's what I got right now. Yeah. Um, and like, no, I don't. I'm just like, my, my goal was to get the 11 Pro as like a, like a subsidiary. Like I'm just going to get this in the meantime and then I'm going to get the 12. And I'm like. I don't need this. It's a good phone, man. Yeah, the eleven is just fine. I've I've got the. I've 11 reached Pro. that age. I've got the I got the eleven Pro. I have. I really can't say I have any complaints about it, and yet here I am with here the twelve Pro on order. <laughs> here you go. I'm a, I'm on the I'm on the upgrade plan, so they, I get new upgrades every year if I want them anyway. Yeah, I mean, I I have the same thing through my carrier, like. I have like the OG one where I can upgrade three times a year oh, yeah. to whatever I want and it's and it's free. Oh, they, they must they must be dying to get you off that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> they keep sending you emails. Yeah, anytime I call about anything, they're like, yeah, we're gonna upgrade. I'm like, nah, no thanks. Nope, nope. You're like, nope, 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 stop. No, nope. no, thank you. I don't need it. I'm just fine. Yeah, so for you, actually, the 12 is, I mean, hold on to that 11 Pro for a little while because basically. If you want 5G, then you got to switch to a new plan. Oh yeah, no, I'm good. I, not to say I, not to say I'm, I don't want or I don't need 5G. Most places don't really have enough to to be excited about. Like once they get it fully rolled out, it like it can be crazy fast. But you know, we're fine for now. Yeah. Plus, we're I'm staying home most of the time anyway. Yeah, Where am I'm, I just, I'm just Wi-Fiing it up. <laughs> I try to tell y'all about that. Yo, yo, those of y'all who was doing that, the 30 meg internet, the 1999 internet, can't do it now. Oh, for real? I hope hope you upgraded it. I hope you upgraded your home Wi-Fi because you you were out here looking crazy. You, everybody in your house, your kids sharing that (laughs) rinky-dink Wi-Fi signal. 
Nah, dog. <laughs> and get, get yourself a good Wi-Fi router. Absolutely. Like if the one that the, the cable company gives you, if that works, I respect it. But like if you've got multiple people in your in your in your housing situation, you probably want a better route, a better Wi-Fi router for sure. For sure, for sure. And the funny part is, is even even the the modem that they have, yeah, um, that they give you to rent. I mean, you can usually find that on like an eBay or a Macari for way cheaper oh, than. Listen, y- you end up paying for it three times over just by renting it. Oh, hundred percent. Um, if you go on the wire cutter, which is a site I use way too much of, and at this point, I should really just have a wire cutter subscription pack, like where they just send me a box of something from the wire cutter every month. Cause that would be basically what I do anyway. Um, the wire cutter, they rec- just buy their recommendation for a modem. If you, if you do it, like you'll make your money back. Cause they probably they charge you like what? Five or 10 bucks a month for the modem. Maybe even like three. Oh, is that cheap? I mean, you're going to yeah. make your money back though. Because like I've had the same modem for like four or five years. Easy. Yeah. And it's sure. like, it's less than a hundred bucks for the modem. And that's brand new. If you could if you yep. find one cheaper or whatever, but like the modems don't really change. As long as it yep. like meets a certain standard or whatever, and like yep. most recent ones do, yeah. Don't please, you know, get out of the business of paying the cable company whatever bucks a month to rent a modem from them. It's crazy. Yeah, because modems, you know, modems aren't like fun. it's not like there's a you know it's not like oh there's a you know I got the 2020 model of modem. It's like it's the same modem. It's fine. Not a lot of innovation going on there. Yeah, nah. But no, for me, for phones, like we take, you know. We 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 take so many photos with our phones that I'm just like, camera's better, yeah, camera's better. Okay, guess I'm getting new phones. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been making it a point to use my DSLR a little more. Mm. But yeah, but the 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 I mean the the camera phones are so convenient. Yeah, I was so close. Like before I got, I'm trying to think. I guess it was the 10. Yeah, when the 10 um, came out, that was the first phone I had that had um, two lenses on it. So I got like the portrait mode and everything, which, you know, initially was a little, you know, pretty gimmicky or whatever, but it's getting pretty good now. Um, and I, you know, well, I've seen some reviews for the, cause the, you know, journalists have the new iPhones. Um, you know, the portrait mode on, on the new phones is starting to, starting to get pretty close to like what you would actually get on like a low end DSLR. Like it's getting pretty crazy, which is great. But like I was close to buying one and then I got the, iPhone 10 and it wasn't as good, but it was just good enough where I was like, yeah, I don't really need, I don't really want to bring around. Cause like we, you know, when it's not a pandemic, we like to travel and it's like, if it's good enough, then the added like weight and complexity and cost of bringing a camera and lenses around on a trip makes a lot of sense. Or if you have, if you have young kids, hundred percent, man, if you have young kids and you're trying to like, and, and you're, and you have a phone and you're trying to like grab like good quality photos of them running around like crazy and you don't want them to be blurry or whatever. Like phones have come a long way and they're a lot better for that. But man, that's where like a DSLR really comes in handy. But like, you know, I can only take so many photos of my dog and cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not really. Sure. I'm lying. I'm lying. You wouldn't believe how many photos of my dog and cat. <laughs> I'm sure you have plenty. Oh my God. It's been all dog all the time over here. She, uh, she got spayed this weekend. Um... It's like major surgery, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um we do This vet that we take our dog to is pretty good vet, but like it's very clear that there is like a really good doctor and there's a doctor who I don't really know if I trust anymore. Because when mm. we we adopted our dog, we knew that she had been treated for heartworm medicine. Or I mean for having heartworm, and so she got treatment, but heartworm can linger in a, in a dog. 
And so we were told you want that you what you should do is wait until it's like fully out of the system before you have major surgery because they put them under anesthesia and if they have heartworm, it can be a problem. I was like, all right, cool. So they gave us a date, come back at this point, test. If she's clear, we'll schedule this spay. So a couple like last week or whatever, this happened all happened really fast. We brought her in, tested her. They were like, Yeah, it's like kind of borderline, but it's we're not it's nothing that would cause us any trouble. No big deal. She's close enough. Let's get her in. So she had the surgery, surgery went fine. The doctor who did the surgery, who, who did the spay on our dog, she very clearly is the more um, uh, better informed doctor because she was like, I wanted to look at your dog's records and I just want you to know um, there's no such thing as like an in-between. It's not like you can be kind of with like either you still test for heartworm or you don't still test for heartworm. And so she was like laying all this stuff out and I was sitting there and I was thinking to myself, I was like, so basically we risked it with my dog is what they're telling me. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. So anyway, like Bob Barker said, make sure your pets are spayed and neutered. Say, well, uh, she's doing okay now? Yeah, everything's cool. They were all like, oh, you know, she might be a little groggy or whatever else. She, she's fine. She's running around like crazy. Like we were trying to like really like, not, you know, keep like the walks really short and everything. And this dog is going crazy. So I took her on like a mile walk this morning. She's the happiest dog ever. She's fine. So far. I mean, wow, she. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, she's doing fine. Anyway. Phones, iPhones. I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah, so uh, iPhone Pro, iPhone 12 Pro for me, iPhone 12 Pro for the missus, theoretically arriving on Friday. So I'll let y'all know how it goes. All right. Big bet. Big bet. What else is uh, what else is popping? Do we have anything music related to I talk mean, about? I mean, your man, Kenneth G. <laughs> What'd he do? He's, he's, he's hanging out with Abel. Did- Nobody really should be hanging out with Abel, though. <laughs> now I was going to say, so are those pictures of... of- of Abel with the extra weight on, were those real pictures? Oh, is he? Uh... Where they 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 were calling him the month. <laughs> <gasps> oh no! Yeah, uh, you, yeah, what is that? You you can probably guess what Abel is doing in a pandemic, right? It's a pretty is safe it, bet. Is it an edit? Oh, it's photoshopped. Is it photoshopped? Yeah, it's photoshopped. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, because somebody somebody took a photo of him from Billboard Awards, and they did. On one side, the weekend, and then the same photo, they made him look chubbier, and they said the month. Yep. Yeah. That's messed up, man. That is messed up. Man. Yo, man. This, this technology, this this deep fake it's Photoshop, it's crazy out here. Yeah, man. It's, but what it? But what it? What did? Uh, what did Kenneth do? They did they a re- he- they did a remix of uh, In Your Eyes. You know, I couldn't tell you when's the last time I intentionally listened to a weekend song. Like, yeah, I want to hear this. But what what could what could Kenny provide the weekend? Is he going to give him like like sexy sex, sad sex? Because is there like a coke sex? You know, we have heard Kenny G with the clips. I don't know if that's coke sex. No, <laughs> like the other side of coke. Right. Sex. Yeah, I was gonna say. You said, "Is it sexy? Is it sad?" And I said, "Well, it's the weekend, so it's kind of both." Yeah. Sexy and sad. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, do you want to hear this? Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, I got to pull this up because, of course, actually, why am I pulling this up on YouTube like I don't have every other streaming service? <laughs> Here we go. All right. Kenny G. Sad sex. It's a strong sex, though. Oh, the duet sex. 
Weekend got to stop making these Folger clothes at H&M Records. Like well, he has to. But that's, what's, that's what works for him. That's why he is one of the biggest artists in the world. Good, good for him. Good for him. He doesn't make like old stuff. Of course, I'm going to be biased. Like House of Balloons makes me want to be really irresponsible. Can't do that anymore. Right. But that was an irresponsible time in my life. This just makes me want to get a part-time job <laughs> and work at H&M on the weekends. And fold, fold clothes. Wait, does he, does he do anything? Cocaine sex. This is definitely coke sex. 100% coke sex. This is like, yeah, that's coke sex. So, I'm, I'm gonna... how do we get Kenny G on a Justice League record for Rick Ross? Dude. <laughs> Great question. Because that's, that's the wheelhouse we need to be in, right? But it should, that should have happened like peak Ross. Like 10 years ago. Yeah, like, like, like God forgives, I don't, which was like real, like really like opulent, for lack of a better term. I mean, imagine like you've got David Copperfield on one side <laughs> and Kenny G on the other. Poof. Man, what a time. Jesus. What? <laughs> what oh, man. Do people time. know the, the David Copperfield reference we're talking about? Some people do. Okay. Yeah, some people do. That was in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you if you're not familiar, uh, just Google David Copperfield, Rick Ross in Vegas. Um, yeah, man. We <sighs> Weekend's career is really interesting. He's so big now. Like in a <sighs> way, I just I never would have expected. But at what cost? <laughs> <laughs> at what cost? I just don't. I just don't enjoy him. I mean, do you? If if he's gonna have an album that's you know full of the stuff that his 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 songs are talking about. Do you need is the problem that he's not like rappers where he's got the the John Legend I'm sorry song at the end. I know what I've done wrong. <laughs> I mean, you kind of you would want you would want Ross to like be accountable. Oh, I thought you were talking about the weekend. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It, no, a weekend at this point. I I don't know what I want from him. I I'm not even gonna say go away because that would just be rude. I just <laughs> I'm just indifferent towards him. Right. Just like, eh, all right. And so from Ross, you want some accountability? Yeah. I mean, you know, I like when Ross was talking about credit scores and, mm. you know, um, you know, buying up um, dilapidated uh, black neighborhoods and, you know, maintaining them. And I like that. So I like that talk from Ross. But we're going to talk about Ross in a little bit because mm. I, I got some. I have a question. I have a question. It's a it's a bigger question. Okay. I think. Yeah. Um, I got that sax stuck in my head. <laughs> uh, this is not exactly music related, but uh, we've got some we've got some uh, legendary rappers in the news for for reasons that are not music related. Okay, who is that? Um, so uh, Ice Cube has uh really come under fire is the best way I can describe it mm-hmm. for um signing his name to 
uh, a Trump plan that is called Platinum Plus. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need plaques to touch that say Platinum right. Plus. You know, I I don't know. Trump was really like, you know, a big primo head like that. Would that change my opinion? No. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, which is uh, Trump's plan for 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 Black America. Yo, uh, so I thought away. So I thought about doing like putting a bunch of like other music over that Trump video of him dancing in YMCA. Oh, some primo would be. <laughs> I totally should have did that with him over uh, Platinum Plus. <laughs> Oh man, I'm straight loco. Do you think uh you think Trump's ever danced to anything like for real? Not like in a mocking way, which is kind of what he's doing on, you know, like really like wedding dance maybe? I'm sure there's been some coke dances. Some coke dances? Some 80s yeah. coke Donald, Donald Trump dances? 80s, 90s, <laughs> now, mid 2000s, early 2010s? Right. That that don't go away, and if he's not doing it, it's in the room. Yeah, you know, no, you know, he was on. He he's done that before because when they gave him steroids for for COVID, instead of him being trying to be like responsible with it or whatever, he was just like, "This is amazing." You know, he went right into like, "I have felt this energy in my veins before. I love it. Give me more." Yeah, yo, that's still as crazy as twenty twenty is. It's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> him getting off the helicopter and like not being able to breathe and (laughs) (laughs) it's okay it's okay so uh ice cube uh, ice cube had this uh contract with black america thing that uh he had kind of signed on to not really clear to me how instrumental he was in putting that together but there were some other people who who uh who would help put that together um the story is that he presented that to both uh campaigns uh biden campaign told him yeah we'll we'll deal with you later basically um mm-hmm. and uh the Trump campaign apparently adjusted a couple things in their plan and so Ice Cube was like, "Hey, they paid attention to me. I'm going to I'm going to show them some love." Basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Caught a lot of flack for it. Um yeah. You, <laughs> the the thing is, <laughs> if you read the contract, like I don't know. So the, the big here I mean we could go into details, but a lot of this has already come and gone and everything, but and the, recently I want I want to tie this all together, but you know, recently um Apparently, 50 Cent learned what a hypothetical Joe Biden tax plan would mean for his taxes. And he he did what a lot of rich people do, which is they become a conservative when they realize that conservatives typically don't want to raise your taxes. They want to cut your taxes because they want to mm-hmm. shrink government. Um, and I look at Ice Cube and I look at, at 50 Cent and I see two. there's two different sort of strains here. Number one, which is that there are, there's a reason why a lot of rich people vote Republican. Because rich people want to keep their money. They really want to keep their money. Mm-hmm. And they have some amount of voice and power to go to great lengths to try to make sure that's the case. But the other thing is, and this is the, the bigger thing more with Ice Cube than anything else, which is like, you know, I thought there was like a contract with Black America. And I was just like, but like which Black America? Right? Because <sighs> Black America is not, a, I mean, I have to tell you, Black America is not, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm white splaining Black America to you. But no, really, look, white America is not, I mean, Black America is not a monolith any more than white America is a monolith, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if Trump was like, I got a contract for white America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, which white America exactly? Yeah. And honestly, like, you know, there are black conservatives, there are black liberals, there are black mm-hmm. independents, there are black centrists. Like, I, I think some of the, I mean, this kind of goes to the whole, you know, there's been a lot of, a lot spoken about race in this campaign, most of it not great. But in general, I don't know, like if Cube wants to support Trump, 
that's fine. It seems somewhat at odds with what he has said in the past. But like, I don't think it's crazy to think that like a black man could be a conservative. You know what I mean? It's not. But, you know, I don't. But I think that's I think the language is is where the, you know, where things are going awry is that, you know, Cuba's gone on record saying I'm not supporting Donald Trump. I came up with this plan and I presented it to both parties. One party said, wait, the other party said, well, listen now they listened. So I went to them. If if Biden wants to hear my plan later on, I'll talk to them like he's, you know, so then that turned into and I think that was, you know, that was Trump's party's fault, too. And then it was also just like people who just don't read. They just see something and react um, you know, where they were like, yeah, Ice Cube supports Donald Trump. And they took it and they, you know, they tried to get street cred, essentially. Um, and it's unfortunate because, yes, like, all right, black, like, OK, black America is not a monolith. We can't, you know, one plan can't, you know, guarantee uh, that it'll take care of everybody. And that's something that I've said from jump, from jump. Who are you speaking for? I've said that from jump. Um, but. I guess my question is, is like, if there is a, if there is a plan for, you know, either party to support aid, you know, relief, relief, help build up the black community. Um, you know, I haven't read the details. Only thing I know is something about $500 billion, which is, which is crazy. But like, who else was going to come up with that plan? Like, I don't understand why people were upset that he talked to Trump. Because as of right now, Trump is the guy in power. So if he's just talking to him to try and get him to, you know what I'm saying? Like work with him to establish this plan. Who else was he supposed to talk to? So I, I just, I don't, yeah. I, I think there's just people, I've never seen hate for a particular person like this much. And I just, it's like, it's it's to the point to where like, in a lot of instances, both sides just seem irrational. Trump is super rational and and the hate for him is just like he can't do anything like nothing. Yeah. So the I think for me, I'm granted I'm, I'm ridiculously liberal. Right. I think for me. Um, so the five hundred billion dollar number is a big number. Right. Mm hmm. That's not five hundred billion dollars. Um, that's uh, access to five hundred billion dollars worth of capital, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. which is not the same thing at all <laughs> right um and basically is it like if you look at actual like funding that that's coming in it's more like tens of billions of dollars which you know that's cool yeah that, that's still a lot of money that's a lot of money um but um i think that i don't know i mean trump has proven over and over and over again that like I mean, I don't think he cares about black America any more than he cares about white America. Trump cares about Trump and he's going to do whatever he's got to do to get elected. And he's never had a problem using anybody as a prop. And I think people partially due to the sort of, I don't, I guess partially due to how like the kinds of things that Ice Cube has rapped about in the past. I think people sort of expected that Ice Cube would be able to see this kind of what it, for what it was, which was like, yeah, Trump wants a a famous black person to endorse him. Of course he does. Trump's playing him, you know? Yeah. To me, I think he's kind of getting played a little bit. Cuz it's not like the it's not like the 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 Biden campaign doesn't have a a plan of their own. They've been working with 
politicians and organizers and all sorts of people for a long time. It's right over on the website. It's been there for a, a long time since he was in the primaries about his plan and what it would what it would mean and how he would go about it and the things he'd want to do and 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 this and that. And Trump, you know, is kind of notorious for this kind of like, here's my plan. And then he doesn't really do something about it. He, he's trying to win the headlines. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, I mean, for me, like, I didn't, I wasn't as, I wasn't like disappointed in Ice Cube because I'm like, no, Ice Cube is like a wealthy, a relatively well, I mean, I don't know his, I don't know his bank account, but he's, I'm presuming he's, re- he's relatively well off. And like, I don't know, he's, well, how old is Ice Cube now? Definitely in his 50s. He's in his 50s? Like, a man who's in his 50s, who's relatively well off, like, who, who do you want to, yeah. Would I be stunned if he were conservative? No, not at all. Like if I just look at that in the abstract, you know what I mean? But I think people right. like, they think that he's still Ice Cube from 1990. Correct. People change, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, previous generations, this happened like crazy. You know, there's a whole generation of, I mean, that's why they were called neoconservatives, right? A whole generation of leftists from the late 60s, early 70s, Vietnam War era, who eventually became conservative. People change as they get older, sometimes more conservative, sometimes more liberal. But I don't know. I just felt like people really had high expectations for Ice Cube in a way, you know, whereas like 50 Cent comes out and says something about like Trump and taxes. And that'll to me, I feel like if that's a headline, that's a headline for like a day, maybe, because I don't think people expect the same out of 50 Cent. Yeah, I mean, 50 didn't say after police in 1989. So I get that. I don't know. I I just don't. It's less about what it was. And it was just like people's willing people's like rush to make a judgment based off of you know a, a quip a quip that they saw i mean that's true of, of social media in general right now that's what i'm saying like this is just another example of that it's just getting worse it's just getting worse there's too much so all people do is they read the they just read the tweet but it's not too much because we're on our phones all day but it's so still you too much so- so you have the time to read. It's crazy to me that people will see an article and say, oh, that's, that's too long. Give me the cliff notes. So it's too much because you're focused on everything as opposed to just dedicating your time to that one thing and become educated and then form your opinion in private circles. Call your friends, call people who are you know more well-versed in that area than you read some other articles like they just rush on the internet and say this is what i think and then if they're proven wrong they're never like you know what i was wrong about that and never happens no one's ever like we live in this we live in social media wants everybody to be accountable but they themselves don't want to be accountable when you know it's their turn to get put on the summer jam screen i hate it i hate it i'm so over it i'm so i'm not gonna are you gonna be on social media like on the third I know you are, but I want you to tell me you're not. So my my work actually gave us all the fourth off. Okay. They were just like, we know y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not even pretend <laughs> that yeah. you're gonna be productive on that day. Right. So let's just let's just chalk this up for what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um just be honest. Like four years ago was rough, man. That, that next day, I don't want to, I, like, someday I should, I should go back and listen to a podcast we did the next day. <laughs> the thing is, like. I'm not recording a podcast the next day. We, it's <laughs> not happening. Just letting you know. The, <laughs> the funny thing is, like, for a while, I felt like, you know, all the things that liberals said were going to happen and we were all worried about. Like, I feel like some people were like, 
it's not really that bad. And mm-hmm. then like 2020 hit and it's like, mm, you know, <laughs> maybe it was like worse in a different way, but worse. Like, I don't think too many people had, you know, over 200,000 people die to a, due to a virus on their, on their 2016 bingo card back when we were doing that election. But you know, yeah, nah. um, it's just been a long four years, man. Yeah, 2020 has been four years. So it's actually been eight years. What do you mean? No, I'm saying 2020 has felt long. So it's like just as long as the last four years, all in the last 10 months. Oh, I know. know. It feels like March was just yesterday, but it also feels like it was 10 years ago. I know. I feel like like I've made this joke. I forget where. I've lost track of all time. But I feel like October was like, all right, March, I see you. Let me see what I can do. October has been long. I'm enjoying it, though, because it's my birthday. It's your birthday. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.